Hey guys, this is Tina B. And Charmaine G. We're here to talk about the messiness of life. It's ugly. And it's raw. It's real. And it's a freaking game. It's whack-a-mole. 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 This is us. And our gift to you. Hi. Hey, Tina. <laughs> How are you today? I am fantastic. You look beautiful. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You guys, she's got some color on her lips. Mm-hmm. Licking it. Sticking it. <laughs> I have a little blush on. I even put a little concealer under my eyes. I'm just checking it out. You just talked checking about it out. that. You talked about that. You're I, doing I good. wear no makeup other than eyeliner and mascara. I Usually. wish I was naturally beautiful. And, you know, it. I don't wish that. I, I don't care, actually. But why would you say that? You, why do you think you're not naturally beautiful? Uh, and I don't know. Like, just because my whole life I've always had the routine of apl- applying makeup. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's not grossly amount, but... Maybe it's just your perception. Sure, sure. But at the same time, when you're in public, you want to present yourself, you know. Yes. To be honest with you, I feel like I'm undone if I don't leave the house without makeup. And you know what? I applaud that to an extent. And then the other side is me is like, screw it. Because I'm not high maintenance. Like, I don't want... I'm not saying you're high maintenance. I feel it. It's too Cut much. down, it's hurt, too, pain. You know, <laughs> it's too much for me to do. If, if I have to, it's, it's the only thing I spend a great amount of time on really is cooking. I'm like, oh, if that enhances the flavor, like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll, I'll go the extra mile or spend the extra money on the ingredient or whatever. But as far as like, I just, it's never been that important to me, Right. but I, as it an aging me woman, 15 minutes to do my face as an aging woman, I'm, I get it. I'm starting to get it. Yeah. I'm and starting it, to understand it. I'm my kids don't my wear makeup. I'm aging my own face because of how I apply it. We could go into this rhyme or reason, but... Uh, Last week, we, we had to talk about what was going on in the in our nation. Emergency. Yes, which I we're not going to visit that at all today. Um, <clears throat> thank you to a couple of listeners um, who commented on our page and, and were very passionate yeah. about their opinion about the state of our union and what we talked about. Right. And I love, this is what I welcome that. Mm-hmm. I welcome, mm-hmm. um, I welcome all of that. So that's really exciting for me to go through and read that stuff. This isn't um, a one-sided, this is what we believe. And so we want you to believe it too. And if you don't, you need to go elsewhere. It's not that Mm-mm. kind of a vibe we're There's putting There's no out. right or wrong, Mm-mm. except for acting like a fool. There's that. If it's harmful to others, that's that's an issue. Mm-hmm. But um, I loved that. <clears throat> I have a frog in my throat today. Forgive me. Let me see. I don't want to let him out. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so there was he that. Ran reaching for that one. Did you swallow a prince? Oh my gosh. <gasps> my ah. personal life is none of y'all's business. Wait, I don't know. I didn't go there with it. I think she went there with it. I thought it was uh, meaning that you're a queen and. Okay, really, I went too far with that, but go ahead. <laughs> anyway, so so we talked about that stuff, and but there were other things we wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. and we really just, it just went there and stayed there, and that's perfectly fine. Heavy, heavy stuff. So we, how was, like, how were your holidays? Certainly, I've talked to you since then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you moved. Oh, yeah. So you're in I your did. place, and how, are you loving life? Yes, and I actually made a comment, um, cooking... I've cooked my whole 
mothering life and I kind of checked out there for a little bit because of the convenience of it. But it took six, seven The convenience months. of what? Sorry. Oh, life. You know, hey, what do you want for dinner? Oh, the convenience of fast it. food yeah, yeah, yeah. and to-go food. Yeah. Okay. Um, however, though, uh, it took six or seven months to build the house and living in small quarters. And thank you, mom and dad, um, for accommodating. You guys went above and beyond. That's I felt 12 again, thing. and it was so cool. I got Invisalign, felt like I had braces, and they were <laughs> cooking dinner for me. It's <laughs> cool. Um, but really, it was a loving time in my life that I needed their their love extra. However, though, now I get in the house, I'm still wore out. My life pace and everything hasn't changed. But last night, extra proud. I even said, I'm not doing dinner. I have no will or want to have? cook. I cooked dinner. Oh, you did? You I said did. you weren't going to, but you did. Yeah, because I went home and all of a sudden hey, I had- three minutes and rotate and three minutes doesn't count as cooking dinner. Oh my gosh. I don't give a shit. It tasted good. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. And my kids, like- Honestly, like they, they are, I want them to learn how to cook too, even though they're younger, you know, 11 years of age. My son cooks a mad what did you one-eyed make? jack. One-eyed jacks, breakfast. What's that? One, oh my gosh, it's the coolest thing. Um, so you uh, butter bread and you cut a hole out of okay. it. And then you crack an egg, put it in the middle of it. And so you cook it on one side, you flip it over. So it's a, it's an over medium egg inside a piece of toast. Do you put a slice of cheese on top of that? No, <gasps> no, really. That sounds really good. There's a hair or fuzz or something yeah there is is it yours okay bothering me oh i got it so my holidays were lovely um uh the new year's resolution still haven't come up with it because i fail every year i i wouldn't call it a failure i would just kind of say i tried um to be honest with you i go too far with it i'm like i'm gonna solve the world's problems <laughs> dumb but I have started drinking energy drinks again, so maybe I could give that up. So you went with, I'll just up my intake of sugar? Caffeine. Oh, okay, perfect. Caffeine. They're sugar-free. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the okay. world well, needs caffeinated Charmaine. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I really haven't, to be it's been low-key. Um, uh, visitor, loving, family, moving. Yeah, that kicked my trash, to be honest with you. Kicked my trash. You must feel um, relieved oh, to yeah. be, uh, you're, I mean, when you've been in somebody else's home. I know it's your parents and they're wonderful. <clears throat> I feel been, settled. I've been so in unsettled. In your own for, place. Yeah. I've been unsettled for six or seven months feeling like, all the balls are in the air, all mm -hmm. of it. And even one little thing of completion makes me feel go, okay, I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make it. Um, Cause the next fire's coming up, right? That's what we talked about, the damn game whack-a-mole. There's our always, yep. I mean, that's just the nature of what's going on. My, I didn't make a formal, I didn't, I've talked at length about this and I'm, I'm tired of hearing myself talk about it. <laughs> I am not going, I'm not on the cleanse, but there are certain things I just always abstain from and that's sugar for the most part. Mm. Um, and I've gone back to, uh, to doing my, uh, hot yoga in the morning and you it's not that. just hot yoga, it's hot bar and hot Pilates. Okay. So I'm super stoked about that. And you know, that, that little health issue that I had, um, in December and after, you know, coming out of that, I really felt like, um, 
I know what it's like to take care of myself. My head is clearer. My, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm moving towards, there's just so much more purpose in my life when mm -hmm. I'm taking care of it. And you know, I, I do it though. I fall off and I'm like, okay, let's just eat French fries and you know, whatever. Yeah. A bunch of cheese. That's, I love cheese and that's my kind of my downfall. Cheese is so yeah. good. But I've committed to making more meals for my family. They don't even know that. I've just kind of done it. It's on I, air now, about, so you can't take it I back. Know. I'm going to play it over and over and over <laughs> again for them. <laughs> but I enjoy being in the kitchen and I like doing that. So, um, FYI, you guys, Tina can cook. I like to cook. She's good. It's, a, it's, it's being creative. Yeah. And that's, I'm drawn to that. That's my you jam. You are that. You're very creative in many, many Thank ways. You. You're welcome. A Thank lot of you. people aren't born with that. Um, in some, everybody has a talent, but when you see it come live and you can actually see product of your talent, I want it. I it's want to frame fun. it. It's fun. I until, keep begging her for until a housewarming gift. <laughs> I'm, it's I, have party. Can I, is that what it takes? A damn party? Okay. Let's do this. So Friday, no, let's do Saturday because I need downtime. Saturday the 22nd, my house, everyone. Oh, my goodness. Over. Bring your gift. <laughs> okay, You Sean, have to bring the gift. Is it coming? You're going to get me something? Yeah, I don't know if you'll appreciate the gift I can bring you. Oh my gosh! Look, Wait. look at the, the the look of look at the look on his face. I wish you guys could see it. It's like I I appreciate our friendship, but this will either like uh, make or break it, intensify it, or you'll never speak or look at me again. It's <laughs> bring it. It's like a, a total razor's edge. Yeah, you want to gamble, don't you? I can show you a picture. Okay, but you can't say what it is. Oh, that's it's gonna be Saturday hard. the twenty third. Just so everybody knows, because you said the twenty second, <laughs> which is sure? right. I'm what positive. Is today? What is today? Today is the twelfth. Good Lord. I didn't and the know 21st is next Thursday. Okay. So don't come to my house on the 22nd. Let's do the 23rd. I'm not giving you my address, but just, let's just bring me just, a gift. Just drive by and throw them at the house. She just, that's what she's wanting. So, so that's that. We're into 2021. Um, I wrote it right, by the way. I have been too. Yeah. I'm very happy about Freaking that. I'm, awesome. I'm very proud of myself for that. I wonder if we like called that up because we identified that we oh, were going to sure. do it. And now we're like, ha ha. Probably. <laughs> we win. So last week we had <clears throat> two gentlemen on the show. Yeah. What do you, okay, here here comes Sean. Okay, here, here's a stipulation. Are you sure I can if he say If it? you show us a dirty picture, I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> There's... Nothing obscene about this picture. Okay. okay is it good. inappropriate? Okay. Is it but inappropriate? You, but, you, but you can't say what it is. This is hard. Oh, my Can gosh. Tina say what it is? No. Oh. Here we go. What the hell is that? Do, do I want to see it? <laughs> it's not a cock and balls, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, they I all... Wanna they, <laughs> I'll try it on. Is that a pic? Is that from your house? Yeah. No. <laughs> Hold on. Let me look at it again. Oh my gosh. Do you use it? I'm a little embarrassed. It's funny. I mean, it's if funny it's used, and it's I very intriguing. Don't touch my phone. Okay. You'll see stuff you don't have. Don't okay. touch my phone. I'm not going to swipe left or right. Hold on. What do you mean you hook it up and. It's, let's just call <laughs> it, it's a phallic chair. <laughs> it's a riding chair. No. Um, Okay, give me 500 for therapist, Tina. 
500 for therapist. What does that mean? That means let's move on to the topic. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about, um, I want to preface it by saying this is not a religious show. This is not a political show. We will touch on that stuff, but don't come at me with, um, like scriptural reference. (laughs) I might reference one today, but I'm not, it's not, that's not what this is about. No. Okay. There, there is something that I started to explore a couple of years ago. You know, I love my Oprah and my super soul conversations. She, um, I like to list, I will make breakfast on a Sunday morning and I have a little TV in my kitchen and I watched super soul conversations on, on the own network. She had Joel Olstein on, and she's also had Wayne Dyer on who rest, Mm. may he rest in peace. He's no longer with us, but you're familiar with Wayne Dyer, mm-hmm, of course. Mm-hmm. Joel Osteen is a, um, he's a minister of one of the bigger churches in the what nation. What religion? It's just Christian. Okay, just plain okay. old, like, non-denominational. I believe it's non-denominational. I'm sure I'll get corrected if, if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, he talked about, they both have talked about the I am. Okay? Wow. So in the Bible, in Exodus... Chapter three, verse 14, that is the only verse you're going to get out of me. Um, God says, I am who I am. So. That's really simple, and that's his but name. powerful. It's his name is I am. Okay. So now to shed a little bit of light on this is. Um, Wayne Dyer's. Okay. First of all, in the modern world, a person's name is because that's what we say. I am. Yeah. I am Tina. Yeah. I am a mother. Right. I am a case manager. I am a podcaster. I am all of these things. Okay. Some, they're usually things that I've done. Titles. Right. Yep. I'm a mom. Yep. I'm a wife. Yep. So, um, in the modern day, a person's name is merely an identifying label, but in biblical times, however, personal names were often chosen to give information describing in some way the character of a person or circumstances at the time of their birth. That's amazing to me. I freaking love that. Can you read that last part? Personal names were often chosen to give information describing in some way the character of a person or circumstances at the time of their birth. Okay, let's try it because I can can come up with some pretty damn good (laughs) stories about my birth. What year were you born? 77. Okay, and I was born in 66. Sweet. Ooh, that's amazing. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean. We're MILFs, everyone. I just want to yeah. let you know. We just dated ourselves, but we're still MILFs. Yes, we're still hanging in there. Woo! Ah, there we go. Even the acronym. We got a, a bell ringing oh. for the acronym. Oh. So, what do you, like, let me go back to the Super Soul conversation. Joel Osteen talks about. Um, I am. Mm-hmm. And what does, what are we doing? What are we calling into our lives when we say I am like right now? What would you say if I told you to give me an, I am, what, what would it be? Okay. This is a great question. Cause <clears throat> you prefaced already my thoughts of, I can title myself all day long. I've got a long 43 year history of, of labels that I've put on myself. Cause it, it it's, <clears throat> It's the ego mask, what the world sees me as, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, however, when you ask that question, I want to answer it with my soul. 
not the mask. I want to say I am a devoted woman that's honest, loyal, loving, and wanting just to make it back home and try to do the right thing. Now, you know, like, you know that you knew what I was asking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's times when, okay, the example that Oprah gave to Joel Osteen, she started talking about the I am, and he says, we, it's all about this manifestation, okay? If we say I am, whatever comes after that is the reality, Hmm. is what we're bringing, we're calling into our lives. So I am hungry. Uh And the more you say that to yourself, the hungrier you become. I am tired. Mm. That was what Oprah said to Joel Osteen when she was talking to him and interviewing him. She said, I, I heard you preach about the I am and how we can either move that into a positive space or we can go into a a, a negative space with it. And she was working on a movie called The Butler at the time. Mm. And she said we were shooting like 18 hours or something. And she said, I was tired this one particular day, but I remembered your words. And I started to say, I am awake. I am alive. I am energized. And she said it fell away. Like it lifted her. It did. Because it's about perspective. I I say that and it's such a huge, huge topic. And this is even a huge topic, really. We're just kind of barely going to touch on it. Well, I have to say, I've I've had that same experience as Oprah did. I do it every day. You have to pull yourself out of the rut, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Now, my question is, is when we manifest that emotion, that positive you know, uh, enlightenment or, or, or if we hyper-focus on the negative and just keep or go lower down, 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 um, we have the full capability of just turning that around. Yes. But do we, uh, it depends on the day, depends on the situation, but I can, you know, back to the obsession topic. Mm-hmm. I think that's where that needle on the record player may just keep skipping, skipping, mm-hmm. skipping a beat. Um, to, it is a very power. I've always said our minds and our 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 um, heart and mind speaking together is one of the most powerful gifts mm. in this world. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll tell you about experience that I had this morning. Is that okay? Sure. So get to work after scrambling, getting the kids fed, clothes, school, drop off, get to work. Um, I wasn't aware that the door was propped open because there was an elevated gentleman in in the office mm. and uh, i of course i always greet everybody even um visitors and you could just tell he was weighted down i mean and when he expressed himself it wasn't even matching what we were asking mm-hmm. i mean he was like who's going to be there for me at three o'clock in the morning when my ankles hurt and i'm like so what we're doing here today is this i hear you he wanted to be heard mm-hmm. and in that conversation, I immediately felt where he was at with himself. I immediately felt like he's he's literally in survival mode. So his mind's just 
spinning and to have that common ground. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I don't get to touch base with visitors very often, but when I, I immediately took to him and just said, Hey, what you're saying to me, it's very sad to hear. Very, very sad to hear because he didn't want to be on this earth anymore. To say that out loud to a stranger means that he's serious, mm-hmm. right? So I said, how about we just go back and we talk about things really quick. And when it came down to it, he he has a hard time accepting the good comments or the good things that people say about him because he doesn't feel that way. How do you teach somebody to turn that? The I am's. How do you teach somebody that other than like just those moments that you take and he cried. I mean, he just sat there and cried going from angry to sad and very crying and hearing some of his story. I cried with him because I just, I don't know, like there's nothing you can really do except for have that. You give him that time, Mm -hmm. but knowing and walking away that he doesn't have an I am that is quality or right. He probably just says, I am sick. I am tired. I don't like people. I'm, I'm tired of, I heard a part of that conversation because we were in the same building today and I heard him say, like, I don't want any, I don't want help. Well, he said, I came here for help, but what I heard his, his, what he said and his actions were not congruent with one another. Right, right. So he wanted something. He didn't want to give any part of himself to get it, I think, because he's mm. scared, nervous, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and has probably had a lot of trauma in his life. A lot. Yeah. I mean, I got 25 minutes, and I just wept with him because of the trauma. <clears throat> so how do you erase that embedded negative I am? Well, I can't speak for anybody but myself, and I still struggle with it. I mean, I literally... Um, the other day said, I've said this a couple of times in the last six months. <sighs> well, I'll look at myself. Like I looked at myself in the mirror cause I happened to be standing in front of the mirror when I made this mistake. And I was like, you are so stupid. Mm. And I was like, Oh, that just didn't fit or feel right. So there's an evolution there for me. Um, and that's not something I would say throughout my life. I can say that I've said, said to myself a lot, but I have said things like I'm tired of your bullshit. I'm tired Mm -hmm. of cleaning the house and you messing it up. I'm tired of doing all the work myself. I'm tired of, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. And nothing, nothing that would help build me up, but everything that would just continue to subjugate me. Mm Mm-hmm. So were you looking for somebody to soothe you and reassure you? Well, yeah, please. I mean, that you? was my twenties. I was looking in the eyes of everybody oh, else. Oh, that was me to... last week. Like maybe even <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so, so what I had to do is I just had to start peeling away mm-hmm. at, you know, when I got into recovery, that kind of started my whole life on a slow, on a marathon, mm-hmm. not a sprint, but a long marathon. Cause when I look at it now, I mean, I got sober when, in 1993, the first, you know, the first time. That was a good year. And, and I, I didn't have any kids. It was just me. But I've, I look at everything that I've learned since then. And there's still stuff I'm stuck on. But that's just human nature. I know that I like to, um, 
not say those things to myself anymore, but it has to be a conscious decision. It is damn damaging. That's all I got. It's usually damaging. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, when we come back from the break, um, I've got some stuff that I just want to read, just some little quotes and things like that. I love it. That we can um, great conversation discuss, 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 discuss. I said it. <laughs> I win. I win. <laughs> okay. So, so what, what would you say? Like right now, I would say, <laughs> honestly, like the first thing that comes to my head is, I'm ready to take my pants off. And I don't mean that in a sexual way. <laughs> I've, I'm, I'm ready to take my belt off. <laughs> and my bra. This I is totally happening. This is Whack-A-Mole with Tina B and Charmaine G. Raw discussion about the messiness of life. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Whack-A-Mole. We welcome you back to Whack-A-Mole, raw discussions about the messiness of life. Now, here are your hosts, Tina B. and Charmaine G. Okay, everyone. Tina just went and skirted around to go get some books, so it's just me and Shawnee D. Hey. Hey, Sean. Okay, we can play now that the mom's gone. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? The chair? <laughs> yeah so um i can't give you any more information let's just say the housewarming gift will make it warm <laughs> um oh, here she comes okay i want to tell the listeners though right now that this topic is all individualized when these comments come back take a take a minute after it's over and answer this to yourself i am what I am what? And it can change every day, right? Yes. It yeah. can change it can change every day. Throughout the day. Yes. Yeah. And I have to be careful with what I choose to say. I'm far more aware of it now. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't for a long time. And <laughs> so um like if people were to hear you, like if you're in this tailspin and you've got that negative vibe, because shit's happening, right? Life's happening and it's it's taking its toll on you. So your IMs are are just tailspinning you down the spiral, right? Um, if people were on the outside listening to you, what would they be thinking? Like in a sense, would they be going, uh, she's losing it? Or would they be like... Oh my gosh, she's having a hard time. Or would they be like, she's such a knack. She's never happy. My gosh. Well, I think that, yeah, that's true for, you know, most of the, I think that's a lot of the voices in our head. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't even have to hear that from other people. Mm -hmm. You know, we can, we, I can do that to myself. Oh yeah. For sure. I talk to myself all the time. Never answer back, but I talk. <laughs> so let me, I just want to go back to this conversation with Oprah and Joel Osteen. I bought this book called The Wisdom of Sundays. What about your pants? Are you going to pull them back up? <laughs> I did not take my pants off people, <laughs> but I was saying like, it's the end of the day. I want to loosen my belt. I want to go home. I want to take my bra mm -hmm. off. I want to be in my comfies and I want to be sitting next to my husband. Aww. That's what I want to do. Gregory. Um, so this book, actually my husband bought it for me for Christmas, a couple of Christmases ago called the wisdom of Sundays. And it's just little excerpts of interviews that she's had. And in it here, she talks about that pastor Joel Oates, 
I can never Osteen. say his name. Joel Osteen. Um, so this is Oprah talking and she says, I heard a sermon that you preached on the power of I am. And that sermon literally changed how I spoke power into my life. I was shooting the butler. I had heard the sermon. I was exhausted. We'd been shooting and shooting and shooting. And your voice and your voice came into my head that whatever follows I am will determine what your experience will be. And Wayne Dyer says the very same thing. He says two of the most powerful words for what you put after I am. I am are two of the most powerful words for what you put after them shapes your reality. Wow. Okay. So I, this kept can, coming can up in my the life. First Exodus uh, um, script again, scripture. Just again. I am who I am. It's in Exodus three fourteen. So that is the reality. Yes. So God says, I am who we're going to pull this apart and I'm going to destroy it. Yeah. For sure. But it's, I am who I am. Now, if we go back to in biblical times, personal names were often chosen to give information describing in some way, the character of a person or the circumstances at the time of their birth. Mm -hmm. So God saying, I am who I am. What does that mean? Do you, can you, can you, that's, it's hard to wrap your brain for me. It was hard for me to wrap my brain around that. And I, I still don't know that. I think that there was reference and there was knowledge and information knowing that, um, you know, that there is a higher power, there is an almighty and at the time of his birth, he, that's how he represents. I am who I am. And he is presence. He is, there's no explaining him. No. Really. Well, there's, he is power. He is evolution. He is, I'm going to get in trouble with that word. Being. Yes. So, well, and if I were to answer that, like if I were to make that statement, which I very much can say I'm qualified to make that statement, uh, meaning that I think everyone is, they can say, I am who I am. I tick on the tone and my interpretation of that would be, um, I am who I am. Just love me for who I am and accept me. Right. I hear that quite often from my loving sister and I love her. I think that her, her comments of, I wish people would just accept me for who I am. That makes me question, does she, if she's looking for it so much, does she accept who she is? Cause I feel honestly, like I'm always going to be looking further of who I am. I, every day I'm going to learn more much, about myself. See, t for me, there's that. Mm -hmm. And then when I started listening to this and kind of uncovering and discovering stuff, there's a level deeper yeah. than that. So if somebody says, love me for who I am, when I said that decades ago, it was love me for all of my, like at the time it was because I'm going to be an asshole for, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And this is more of a speaking reality into your life. Right. It's, it's like putting it out there to get what you need back. So and not you, just a perception of that, but in right. actual, the actual We're manifesting. Yes. Yes. And I think that with manifestations these days and, um, I think people expect 
something to happen right then. Do you think they make it, they want it to be like an all like, it's happening. (laughs) Okay, so you know what? Let me share a story here. Um, And then I have a funny story for the end of our podcast. Um, I was doing... I was challenged by my daughter to do the secret. She bought the book and her and her boyfriend did that. This was like a couple of years ago. So I advise everybody look into that. She bought the book for me and Samantha and we started to do it. And there's like a financial step, like you're 10 days into it and it talks about finances. Yeah, I didn't go there. And be, (laughs) be grateful for all the money that you've ever been given. And they asked that you put that someplace where you can see it. So it's on my desk mm-hmm. on a dollar bill Oh, that just sits right there on my desk. I, I am not kidding you. The day after the morning, I did that in the morning, <clears throat> went that day, the following day, I got a huge um, deposit in my checking account. What? Like $2,800. Yes, it was who? real. It was money that was owed to me. Okay, okay. But it just happened to from. like I had just given up on having it yeah, at all. Yeah. And it it came. I, I'm not kidding. Okay, I and need so to do it that. blew me <laughs> oh, blew me away. Now that was instant. Okay. Uh-huh. That was like within twenty four hours. I wonder if I do that I'll get my stimulus check. You're killing me right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so but what I'm starting to see is that the things that I have maybe wanted to manifest when I first started to do that and making my gratitude list and all of that, there's a much slower process with some things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is it, is that the one with a vision board too? Where you create a vision board? Um, I don't think so. Okay. But I mean, you could, I don't remember. No, okay. I don't think so. I mean, there may be some exercise in there or, you know, there's more than one book too. There's like the power, yes. the, you know, I didn't do that. I just literally was writing a gratitude list. And every time I wrote that first thing in the morning, it changed my perspective. It, I had a physical, I could feel my heart physically change from doing that. And it blew me away. I'm, I can be very pessimistic. I can be very, um, cynical. Cynical. Yeah. And, and I started doing this and I was just like, it blows me away. Now I've stopped doing it at times too. And, and then I go, Oh, I should probably do that again. Every time I write, I am grateful. You write that 10 times and say why you're grateful. I am grateful to be a mom because my kids have shown me how to love. Mm. Okay. Just a basic right. little one. You really can't have a negative comment after the word grateful. No, you? if you, if you say I am grateful. You, you have, there's no, I mean, think about it. Unless you're being sarcastic. Well, that's me. But uh, to be honest with you, my mind's going in 15 million different places of what I'm grateful for. And to take that time, I don't. And, and I'm immediately flushed with, with feelings of you have, you're full. Your life is full of blessings. It's one thing to say that and go, look at all of the blessings. And yes, they all are there and they're beautiful and I should be grateful. But it's another thing to be grateful and to say that you are grateful. Because once I started doing that, it stopped being about um, this idea of gratitude and started really being heartfelt 
gratitude. And it, it changed my, it shifted my perspective. There were days it like sliced my head open, like the day of the money that I got the money, you know, but then there were other times where I was just like, I, um, one of the things, and it was the place I worked at before I said, I was having problems with a couple of people there. And so I started writing, I am grateful for so-and-so because, and I had to really think hard at what I would be grateful <laughs> to, you know, Joe, it, that's not his name. Tina but. loves everyone too. So uh, well, they had to be some not, pieces of just, work. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of people out there and they know who they are <laughs> <laughs> that would not say that, um, or co-sign that in any way. However, I was having a problem with these couple of people and I wrote like one morning, I am grateful for Joe. I am grateful for Cindy. Okay. Or, Is that their real name? No, okay, cool. no, I just made those up. I wish you would out them. So, <laughs> so that day at work, I was sitting in the control room. I worked at a detention center for children. Ooh, we're getting closer. And they would, people would just come in and talk to you. Like you couldn't tell them to get out. It was like them coming in here. Well, anyways, they came, they would come This one guy came in and just, I had so much love and compassion towards him. Oh my God. He had been pissing me off for months, but I wrote that and I welcomed him into my space and he just started saying all kinds of cool stuff to me about me, like nice (gasps) things. It blew me away. So there's that, there's something that you're beckoning that into your life. So Wayne Dyer says, I am are two of the most powerful words for what you put after them shapes your reality. So should we try it on air? You weren't prepared for that, were you? No, because I don't know in what context. It's not a falsehood. It's not like you said, how you're just saying it like, what do you feel like you want to manifest right now? What are some areas or one specific thing that you're like, I am, I'm, I'm not going to go grateful because I have a lot of gratitude, but I am, I'm going to try it. Is this mm-hmm. okay? I am willing to be loved the way I truly need to be. Or the way that God intended. Yes, very true. You know what? I said that comment today because I said, um, we were talking about cheating death. You know, I said, that's like an oxymoron to me, cheating death. Mm -hmm. Because death death is inevitable. Mm -hmm. If you're breathing someday, you won't be, right? And so I said, cheating death isn't really like possible because um, you're going to die. That just means that it just wasn't your time. And that's how I look at it. And I feel like honestly that I'm willing to go through all of these channels of life and growth and pain and stretching and, you know, just the whole beautiful part that life we have to offer by conjuring up, um, you know, the positivity, because I can't stay down long. Like, honestly, like when I'm around people that, um, you know, just they're on that haze of, of just <clears throat> unhappiness. I don't know if you're like this or not, but you try to lift them and they want no business of it. They're, they're like, no. Nah. And I like to just be, I separate myself from people like that. Now I didn't used to, I used to think that I had some obligation yeah. to, to be friends with somebody who was a shitty for friend. their feelings. Yeah. And I'm, I'm over that now. Yeah. I'm, I'm 
then those people need to walk through their pain and yeah. their suffering and they need to find their answers. And they may not in this they life. They may not. They, they may, may not. not. However, and I'm not saying that I have learned I'm just this almighty being of whatever. I do uh, the book um, by Dr. Wayne Dyer called Wishes Fulfilled, Mastering the Art of Manifesting. And it's just you saying, like he states in here, he has some exercises and stuff that I also did. It's separating your ego from, as much from the negative side of it, it's separating your ego <clears throat> even to, like what you just said. Mm -hmm. I am willing to be loved the way that I need to be. So, and I'm not, I'm not, um, I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I get it. And I get that's where you're yeah. at because we've had conversations. And that's where my but if we pull our ego out of comes it. in because I, I do, I think, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to self-preserve. I'm not going to let them in and I'm not fooling myself. I'm going to add this little contribution, uh, echoing your ego comment, because uh, there's a difference between your ego and your soul. Mm -hmm. um, it says your ego is the image you have of yourself in your social mask, whereas your soul is who you truly are deep down below all the labels and titles. It's eternal, divine, and inherently worthwhile. When you learn to align more with your soul each day, life seems to flow more naturally, and taking action is less of a struggle. You feel a greater sense of freedom, joy, satisfaction, empowerment, and inner peace. You love and accept yourself deeply, even when things aren't going perfectly to plan. Unfortunately, we're not taught how to do this. No. We're not taught how to align with our soul. And after years of being controlled by our own fears or worries or constant chatter of our ego, what other people may think about us, we can find our way to this place. I think a lot of it is, um, you know, leading towards your topic of manifesting that. Don't you th see f somewhere along the line, I've read a lot of books in my life mm -hmm. and a lot of, if you will, self-help. I hate to use that um, term, right. but a lot of, because if I could help myself, I wouldn't need the effing book. Like, <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? I, I, I <laughs> if think I could the effing deserves a ding, but <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I don't mind it just because I'm always looking for things that maybe somebody can advise me no, on. I'm or not saying from. I'm yeah. all over that. I yeah. love it. I just hate that title. What the would you call it? I don't know. That's a good question. Self-help, just edifying literature. Okay. You know, literature that edifies and feeds my spirit. Which now, you there have two have been, beautiful books yes, right there. There have been a lot of books that I've read that talk all about the problem, and they never tell you what the solution yeah. is, you know? Yeah. Um, That's a journal. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> the, very good. That is a journal. But the more that I explore... I study these books now. Yeah. The Untethered Soul. I want to do a whole podcast on that because okay. it's amazing. But I study them because you can go, oh, yeah, I totally relate to that. And yeah, mm -hmm. and then you read the last page. Boy, that was a good book. And yeah, they've got it going on. And then, the, and then you go nowhere with it. So somewhere along the line, I just started studying these things and l reading them over and over and over and, um, and finding the truth in there. And that's a really a beautiful thing. It is. But my pain in my life has motivated me to do that. I can't say that, oh, I'm just this inquisitive gal. And so I started reading all these books. No, no I was like on my knees suffering and in pain yeah. and wanted to 
manifest something different, I guess, really, when you think about it, though, yeah. I would not have called it that then. So you were thirsty for change. Just I because. was thirsty for change. And there's change that's going on in my life right now where I can see that I have broken a cycle mm -hmm. and it's profound. That's also another topic. But I have a story, a oh, funny okay. story, okay, that's totally off this topic. But oh. <laughs> I was telling Susan and Rachel the other day. Remember the other day when we, uh, the last week when we, I had that dress on and the, and my boots and that cardigan uh -huh. when we recorded yeah, yeah, last yeah. week. Um, earlier in the day, like after five, Greg had stopped by there. Well, and my door was locked. Like he'll come in that door right there, yeah. that outside door and come in. And my door's usually locked because people like to come in there and jibber jabber. And I, I ain't got, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I close it often. Mm -hmm. And, um, but he can just walk right in, you know, anybody can walk in or knock or whatever. So he went to open it and it was locked. Okay. So <laughs> about 30 minutes before, and I didn't know he was coming. So 30 minutes before that, I'm sitting at my desk with my Spanx on in my dress. Okay. And I, I sat down, I got up and went to the bathroom. I came back and sat down and I felt like a pain in my back, like a gas pain in my back. Okay. Like a fart in your back? Like a gas pain, like that you get in your abdomen, but it was up in my back. That's one of two times I have felt that. And I knew exactly what it was. Okay. <laughs> so on, I'm so in my blue in dress. I'm in my blue dress. That's what I'm thinking, right? So what do I do? I have a blanket on my chair. I put the, I close my door. <laughs> I put the blanket on the floor. I get on my hands and knees. Then I get on my forearms and my ass is in the air. And I'm like, just move this bubble. I don't even so care if it comes far, out. I farming. just want it. <laughs> I just wanted it away from where it was. Okay. <laughs> so wait, that's not the end of it. Okay. It gets so much better. Um, so it didn't happen, right? So now I'm like, okay, should I take my Spanx off? Should I put, so I, I ended up should taking them off. And, but then I wanted to make sure that when I put my Spanx back on, cause I needed to wear them for the rest of the day and night that I wasn't going to be in pain. Like yeah, again, putting them fart. back on. I had, <laughs> it was so bad. So, and, and that wasn't even on the, my plate. I was just in pain. Um, so I, so now I, I go, I, I have a chair that faces in the corner of my office, in the front of my office, but it faces the door. It's just a decoration. <laughs> oh my okay? gosh. So awesome. I wanted to, so here I am in my dress in my come fuck me boots, right? And I'm, I get over, <laughs> I go over to the chair and I bend over the back of it. I sit on the chair backwards so that I'm pushing up, up like a below my breasts and my rib cage to push this bubble. And I'm trying to get, so the bubble goes up Okay. And that suddenly occurred to me if somebody knocked and walked in right now, <laughs> as I am on the chair with my legs open, my knees open, <laughs> bent over the back of the chair. Okay. My skirts like kind of riding up. I mean, think of it mid thigh from the back with the boots yeah, on. Yeah. I've taken my Spanx off and I'm just trying to move this bubble up my body. <laughs> well, let's just call it so a I stop so I stop well I would call it that but that never happened so I stop I open my I'm like I need to lock my door because that would not be like that would that would traumatize somebody <laughs> so I got past it like it happened like I, I don't think I didn't 
it didn't uh, pass go gas, anywhere. but it moved. And so I was no longer in pain. So there I am pulling my Spanx what on over my spiky heeled boots, my suede black boots. And I put them on. I forget that the door is locked, but it's closed, right? So yeah. I'm sitting there. I'm still putting input, inputting my information, <laughs> la, 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 la. And I hear Susan go, hi. And then I hear a knock on the door. And he comes in and he sits down and he goes, he, I could tell he was just sort of bothered, but didn't really say anything. Right, right. And I and um, I was like, are you okay? And we were going out to dinner that night uh -huh, with you, and uh -huh. we were doing things, and we had to come here. And so I had hours of, you know, ahead of me that I didn't want to feel like that. So, <laughs> so I was telling him, he goes, I told him, I said, I had this gas pain in my back. Here's my husband. I'm going to tell him that. So before he leaves, he goes, you know, your door was locked. <laughs> I don't, what were you doing in here? <laughs> let me so show I said, you. Let me tell you that I had a gas pain in my back, which I just told you. So I was Fart leaning farming. over my chair. <laughs> like, a, like, forget about it. So I told Susan and Rachel that story, but I had all the animation. Yes. They were rolling. They were laughing so hard. Oh so I wanted God. to share that story because it makes light of things. So I am... I love how we're leading into this. I am grateful <laughs> to not have gas pains. I am ready to take my belt off <laughs> and put my comfies on. <laughs> I'm ready to go to bed. I am too. Thank you. Oh, everyone. We I love am, you. I am a perfect being, as are you. Yes. Live life, everyone. Yes. Enjoy your week. You've been listening to Whack-A-Mole with Tina B. and Charmaine G. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Watch us on YouTube and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us next time for, well, whatever may happen with Tina B. and Charmaine G. on Whack-A-Mole. This has been a production from a podcast studio.